In Japanese folklore, yokai are the spirits, demons, and monsters that haunt our world, taking the form of plants, animals, objects, humans, or natural phenomenon. These yokai usually possess spiritual or supernatural abilities. Akamanto is a yokai taking the form of a masked demon, usually living in the last stall of public restrooms. The name Akamanto means red cape, as the demon's game is to offer the potential victim a red cape or a blue cape. If the blue cape is chosen, the Akamanto will strangle the victim until they turn blue. If the red cape is chosen, the Akamanto will tear the victim apart, spilling their blood. If you choose any other color, the Akamanto will drag you to hell. The only way to survive is simply to ignore the spirit, run away, or choose no cape. Though in the end, yokai may be a product of the imagination, there once lived an evil that, like the yokai, came in many shapes and forms. A monster that haunted Japan from 1984 to 1985, and was very real. This is the monster with 21 faces. Last time, police thought they had captured a member of the criminal gang at an attempted money drop. However, the man arrested turned out to be a kidnapping victim, along with his date. A door-to-door search of homes across the country began as another Japanese company, Marudai Foods, received a letter demanding 50 million yen. The monster, gearing up for the upcoming deal with Marudai, issued a ceasefire letter in regards to Glico letting them off the hook. Full speed ahead, police are led on a heated chase, tailing a fox-eyed suspect through Japan's railway system, ultimately losing him in the chaos. Episode 4, Mothers in Japan. Listener discretion is advised. Headline, The Great Candy Caper Leaves All Japan a Twitter. Over the weekend, supermarkets put back candies and other sweets that they had removed from their shelves six weeks ago. That event, small though it was, may have signaled the end to one of the stranger crime sprees in Japan's post-war history. For more than three months, the public has been absorbed by a series of criminal acts directed against Izaki Glico. The abduction shocked many Japanese, who for the most part enjoy a life free of crime, and who feared that European-style corporate kidnappings had arrived on their shores. Their concern turned to bewilderment, as the kidnapping proved to be only the start of trouble for Mr. Izaki and his $540 million a year company. No evidence of poisoning ever emerged, but the scare tactics worked. Supermarkets and small shops cleared their shelves of all Glico products. Typical of the nationwide concern was a Tokyo office worker who gave her colleagues a gift of chocolates, attaching a reassuring note that another candy maker had produced them. For Glico, the case became an instant financial disaster. More worrisome for many Japanese were signs of copycat extortions. A 42-year-old man was charged with using a similar cyanide threat to coerce $214,000 from the Tokyo Coca-Cola Bottling Company. Quote, the Glico case is very much our concern, too, Hideo Moriyama, president of the Kirin Brewery, said several weeks ago. Quote, if this kind of crime is left unpunished, there will be no stable operation of food companies. Indeed, despite the assignment of 200 or more national and local officers to the case, the normally efficient police seemed stumped. Naturally, the big question was why all this was happening. Now and then, the police leaked clues to the press, 
But if they truly knew who they were after, they gave no indication. That left a clear field of speculation for this country's often hyperthyroidic popular magazines. Theories ranged from disgruntled former employees who had lost their jobs in the merger of two Glico subsidiaries, to people with a personal vendetta against Mr. Izaki, to stock manipulators out to drive down the price of Glico shares. Several people saw the possible involvement of shadowy organizations that say they are civil rights groups, but are described by the authorities as fronts for racketeers. Some Glico employees may have ties to these groups, it was said. Through it all, many sensed that Mr. Izaki was not telling all he knew, and might have even struck a deal with his tormentors. Quote, Right from the beginning, we haven't been getting much help from the Glico president. Saichi Tagawa, head of the National Public Safety Commission, told the newspaper Mainichi, a possible denouement finally materialized the other day, with still more letters to newspaper offices from people who said they were the culprits. The letters had the same derisive tone as earlier notes to the police. On Friday, Glico held its annual stockholders meeting, an uneventful session that lasted 40 minutes. At the same time, Glico candy started to reappear on store shelves. This article was published on July 2nd, 1984. The next day, on July 3rd, 1984, part-time auditor of Marudai Foods, Masamitsu Fujita, received a letter from the monster demanding 600 million yen ransom at 8 p.m. on the 6th. Three days later, as requested, at 8.07 p.m., the monster calls the phone of Yoshiyuki Komori of the Marudai Food Board of Directors in Suida. A child's recorded voice speaks. The back of the telephone box next to the Kasuga bus stop sign in Ibaraki. It is only four kilometers from Yoshiyuki Komori's house in Suida to Kasuga bus stop in Ibaraki, a distance that can be reached in 10 minutes by car. Because it took time for emergency deployment of police cars near Kasuga bus stop, the undercover investigator, once again dressed as Marudai Managing Director Ota, driven in a white Corolla, didn't arrive at the bus stop until over an hour later at 9.12pm. The letter once again found on the phone box reads, Enter the Meishin Expressway from Ibaraki Interchange. Go to Kyoto at 85 kilometers per hour and look at the back of the bench in the waiting area of the Oyamazaki bus stop. At 9.29 p.m., the undercover investigator arrives at the Oyamazaki bus stop to find the next letter on the back of a bench. It next instructs to go to Fukakusa bus stop to find yet another letter on the back of a bench. At 9.40 p.m., investigators arrive at Fukakusa bus stop to find their fourth instruction for the evening. Go down the stairs, put the bag down where the white cloth is, and leave. The distance between the information board in Fukakusa, Nishiyuri Minami Park, where the white cloth was located, and the Fukakusa bus stop was about 100 meters. It would only take about five minutes to walk that distance. However, by the time investigators had set the bag down and walked away from it, it was 10.10 p.m., 30 minutes after they had found the letter of instruction to do so. Bad weather rolled in around the Fukukasa bus stop, and investigators called off the operation and retrieved their bag of money at 10.30 p.m., after waiting only 20 minutes. July 9th, three days after police and Marudai were led on a fruitless chase by the monster, resulting in their second failure to deal with the criminals, a third letter was sent to Marudai Foods President Takashi Haga. Dear Haga, are you dumb? What are you thinking? 
You know what's going to happen to you guys if you don't follow our instructions, right? Next time I'm upping the price to 100 million yen. It's way too hot. I'm going to Europe. So I'll contact you once again next year. Monster with 21 faces. Although they had threatened to continue their extortion attempts, the Monster with 21 Faces never contacted Marudai Foods again. Two days later, on July 11th, the Monster with 21 Faces sent a letter of warning to Ito Ham, Yamazaki Baking, House Foods Industry, Snow Brand Milk Products, and Meiji Seika with a postmark from Niigawa Post Office. Eleven days later, on the 22nd, they sent the same letter to Ajinomoto, Jusko, and Uni with a postmark of Kyoto Central Post Office. The sender was listed as Katsuhisa Izaki. You know about us, right? We forgave Glico and thought of going to Europe, but we can't do that since the police are being annoying. We will do a bit more work here and then go. Lately, there are a lot of copycats, which is an inconvenience. When we want to say something, we will send it together with Katsuhisa's voice recording. If there's no tape, it's a fake. If it's a fake, tell it to the police. Foolish police can at least catch the copycats, right? If police can't catch them, we will. And we'll kill them. Don't pay the copycats. 21 faces. Though this letter touted the importance of a tape of Katsuhisa's voice to verify authenticity of communication with the monster, None of these letters received on the 11th and 22nd were accompanied by a tape. Two months after declaring a ceasefire on food companies and remaining quiet, the monster made its next move. After 8 o'clock in the morning on September 12, 1984, in the mailbox of the Kansai sales headquarters of Morinaga, a confectionery company in Tokyo, an envelope arrives containing Katsuhisa's voice recording, three tablets of industrial sodium hypochlorite, totaling 30 grams, and three poisoned Morinaga products, including the popular milk caramel and pakuncho. The tablets of sodium hypochlorite were 4 centimeters in diameter and 1 to 5 centimeters in thickness. They were made by Nippon Soda, a chemical company mainly used in industrial electroplating. The tape of Katsuhisa's recording captured strange mechanical sounds in the background, Analyzed by investigators, the identity of the mechanical sound was never determined. The letter of intimidation came to Hayachi Ino, Morinaga chairman. Dear Ino, you probably know my name. This summer was really hot. The police were really annoying, so I couldn't go to Europe. I'm hoping to go in the fall. Glico did some stupid things and lost 30 billion yen, but they were able to make it work with 600 million yen. Your company is doing well because of Glico's loss, so if you feel bad about it, give us 100 million yen. If you don't follow what we say to you, we're going to place 50 snacks each for 10 different types of snacks that contain potassium cyanide all over the place. We can make as many snacks containing poison as we want. I've attached some snacks that contain poison. Two pieces of caramel contain 0.2 grams. The nuts have a gram sprinkled on it. And for the animal crackers, we dissolved 0.6 grams of it in water and put it in. Try feeding it to your pet. Surely it will die. We can give you a ton of potassium cyanide, too. We still have a lot. I've attached Katsuhisa's tape. You don't want to be like this, do you? 
If you contact the police, I will know immediately because someone in the police force is on my team. If you tell the police, I will make you go out of business. I'll abduct both the chairman and the president and kill them by putting them in baths of hydrochloric acid. We have guns. Dynamite. Poison. We're much stronger than the police. If you don't want your company to go out of business, put an advertisement out on Osaka Nichi newspaper and Shin Osaka newspaper. On the 16th and the 17th of September as follows. In need in a hurry. Calling for small truck drivers. Age, up to 35 years old. Pay, over 180,000 yen a month. Transportation fee provided. Pay raise twice a year. Narahomara Brewing Personnel Department. I will receive the money on Tuesday, 18th of September. Prepare old 10,000 yen bills and put them in bundles of 5 million yen each. Prepare two white plastic bags and put 50 million yen in each of them and put them in the trunk of the company's car and wait. Have one employee wait at the restaurant called USA by Route 1 in Moraguchi City. Their phone number is... 06908-0887. We won't do anything to the person bringing the money. We will call the company at the number 364-1521 at 8.30. Director of Department Kawai will answer and contact the employee that is at USA. We will notify you where we put the letter. The employee at USA shall wait with the map and the money. Prepare maps for the following cities. Moriguchi, Kadoma, Ibaraki, Takatsuki, Toyonaka, Takarazuka, and Amazaki. Call USA as soon as we call you. The employees should move swiftly as soon as they see the letter. If they're late, we'll have to try again. If we can't complete our deal because of you guys, we will increase the price to 200 million yen. If we can't complete the deal because of us, we will contact you later. If you contact the police, the deal is off. I will make you go out of business. The voice will be weird over the phone, but you listen carefully. Kawhi and the employees should practice contacting each other beforehand. No matter where you are, we're watching you. A monster with 21 faces. Morinaga President Akio Matsuzaki was at home and rushed into the office. He contacted investigation headquarters as the result of a 40-minute consultation meeting within Morinaga, which included, among others, its general director, Yoshihiko Odashima, and vice president, Sadeo Takagi. Akio Matsuzaki decided not to use counterfeit bills, but instead requested 100 million yen in authentic bills to be prepared immediately. The main banks of Morinaga were Mitsubishi Bank and Daiichi Kogyo Bank, the large sum of 100 million yen in cash had to be collected in halves. 50 million yen in cash was placed into white envelopes and packed into a total of five bags. At about 11 o'clock a.m. on the 15th, Morinaga Director Odashima and Vice President Takagi personally carried the bags in hand from Haneda Airport in Tokyo to Itami Airport in Osaka, taking it directly to a safe in the Secretary's office at Morinaga under the watch of Osaka Police Investigation First Chief, Yuyuki Hirano. On the morning of Monday the 17th, the remaining 50 million yen was delivered to Morinaga head office, this time by Director Odashima and a sales manager. However, there was an incident in Tokyo's Haneda Airport where Odashima was caught up in a security check. 
Within their bags, none of the envelopes full of cash were sealed and would be easily visible. Quick-thinking Odashima, not opening the envelopes completely, convinced security that they were only company documents. A metal detector was then inserted into the bag where it was unresponsive, satisfying the guards who let them pass on to their plane headed for Itami Airport in Osaka. After landing, Odashima handed the money bag silently under the table to an Osaka investigator in the airport coffee shop. Secrecy was important and nerves were running high. Morinaga and police did not want reporters to catch wind of the large transfer of money as it would tip them off to their secret transaction attempt and involvement in the case. The 10,000 yen bills were all photographed for later identification. September 18th, Morinaga prepared as instructed by the monster. The 100 million yen in cash was placed in the trunk of a company car and parked at the restaurant USA by Route 1 in Moriguchi City. An investigator dressed as a Morinaga employee sits inside, waiting for a call with instructions. Six minutes late at 8.36 p.m., the monster called Morinaga's Osaka headquarters. A voice recording of a young boy was heard played into the phone. Look inside the can under the stairs of the crossover bridge in the Morikuchi Municipal Hall. Morinaga headquarters contacted the undercover investigator who drove from the restaurant USA to Moriguchi Municipal Hall. At 8.51, a second letter of instruction was found inside a can under the overpass pedestrian bridge in front of the city hall. It read, Keep the car in front of Keihan Moriguchi City Hall. Look inside the blue polyethylene container facing the beauty salon Ogawa in front of Moriguchi Station. The letter was accompanied by schematics of the site. Ogawa Beauty Salon was located on the first floor, 20 meters away from the Keihan Electric Railway's Moriguchi City Station East Exit. The distance from the overpass to the beauty salon is 700 meters. Taking their time to gather emergency resources to the scene, the police did not look in the container until 9.39 p.m., 48 minutes later. Placed in the station's bicycle parking lot, against a two-meter-high iron fence separating it from a construction site opposite the beauty salon, inside the thin, dirty, light blue polyethylene container, the next instruction was found. Put the bag inside the container and leave. The polyethylene container was 49 centimeters in length, 67 centimeters in width, and 37 centimeters in height. It was an A90 container manufactured by the Nara plant of Sekisui Chemical. In addition to the instruction, the container also held empty coffee cans, empty Kameda confectionery snack bags, advertisements and picture books, among other things. When an investigator tried placing the two bags, totaling 100 million yen, into the container, the lid would not close all the way, with one bag protruding. The investigator decided to leave the lid sitting on top as best he could, and retreated quickly. Investigators called off the operation after there was no movement by the criminals. It was 10 p.m., only 20 minutes after placing the money in the container. On September 20th, the front page of the evening edition of the Mainichi newspaper displayed the headline, Same as Glico, 
Morinaga confectionery intimidated. Because the monster's intimidation of Marudai Foods had not yet reached the media, the reporting of Morinaga as the next target behind Glico led to the case being widely referred to as the Glico Morinaga case, as opposed to the Glico Marudai case, cementing Morinaga's name alongside Glico and the monster with 21 faces forever. Four days later, on September 24th, a letter arrives at Mainichi, Yomiuri, and Asahi newspapers. Dear persistent policemen, the summer was ridiculously hot. Because of you guys, I couldn't go to Europe. I'll go one day. We've seen you so many times. Why won't you catch us? We want to be on TV too. Officer Hirota is so handsome. To the female police officer in Osaka, Miss Yoshino, did you talk to Watson? Stupid people are stupid no matter how hard they try. That phone call with Morinaga the other day, what was that? Salarymen don't say ryokai over the phone. There aren't even two kilometers between the restaurant and Moraguchi. How did it take an hour? The fake employee was wearing a nice business suit, but the way his eyes are made it obvious that he was part of the police. You saw our faces in front of the station in Moraguchi City. I thought about getting my gun out and shooting them, but I decided not to. There's no point in bullying some old man like that. Since that stupid Morinaga disobeyed us, a hundred million yen isn't enough. If you keep making a fool out of yourselves like that, even kids will stop bothering to care about you. Stop wasting the taxpayers' money and study some more. Monster with 21 faces. Postmarked in Higashiyama, Kyoto City, the day prior between noon and 6 p.m., a 60 yen stamp was affixed. In the line, salarymen don't say ryokai over the phone. The word ryokai means, sounds good, I understand. Thus the line reads, salarymen don't say, sounds good, I understand, over the phone. Mention of Officer Hirota was referenced to a former sergeant of Kyoto's prefectural police, Miharu Hirota, who was arrested over two weeks earlier, charged with the murders of a policeman and a loan company employee, as well as the theft of 600,000 yen in cash, which occurred on September 4th and 5th in Kita Ward, Kyoto City. Although he pleaded not guilty at his trial, in February 1985, five months later, the Osaka High Court sentenced Hirota to Kakagawa Prison. The crimes are commonly known as the Hirota Incident and became Nationwide Case 115, following the Glico Morinaga Case 114. At 11.23 a.m. Sunday, October 7th, a man in his 20s or 30s, wearing a Yomiuri Giants baseball hat, metal frame glasses, and a light tan business casual jacket with a white button-up shirt and no tie, enters the Family Mart store of Nishinomiya. The man is approximately 170 centimeters tall and has a solid, muscular physique. His hair, under his hat, was permed. Upon entering the store and turning right, he picks up a weekly magazine from a shelf by the window. Heading toward the sweets section, the man scopes out the back of the store, appearing to be on the lookout for security cameras. He is being recorded by four of them. Investigators will quickly name this suspect the videotaped man. The videotaped man approaches the confectionery display shelf, turning his upper body and extending his right hand, holding a paper bag into the center of the third row of the fifth suites display shelf on the central north side of the store. 
Here he placed what appeared to security cameras to be a square-shaped object. The videotaped man then stops by the register to purchase the magazine before exiting the store. Twenty minutes later, at 11.45 a.m., the manager of the family mart, 54-year-old Kunimi Ueda, discovered the can of Morinaga fruit drops the man had quietly placed on the shelf. Because the store did not sell Morinaga fruit drops, the manager was suspicious, picked it up to remove it, and found a note along with the candy. Attached with a piece of cellophane tape and typed onto a piece of paper, two by five centimeters in size, the note read, This has poison in it. If you eat it, you will die. Monster with 21 faces. The Family Mart store is located only 60 meters east of Katsuhisa Izaki's residence. The manager, who knew that Hyogo police had an officer stationed in a patrol car 24 hours a day outside of the home, immediately took the can and ran out of the store to the officer. As a result of analyzing the evidence, the Hyogo Prefectural Police Science Investigative Research Institute revealed that the can of hard candy drops had only one drop in it that was covered with white powder. The rest were untouched. 0.18 grams of sodium cyanide were detected. A lethal dose of sodium cyanide is 0.1 grams per 50 kilograms of body weight. The average adult human weight is 62 kilograms. This single candy drop had enough cyanide to kill nearly 15 people. The Family Mart store had used the same VHS tape in the security VCR for over a year without changing it, with displayed playback at three times the speed. Coupled with insufficient light and the low quality of the four convenience store cameras, the overused tape yielded nothing but a ghostly image. Even after being sent to state-of-the-art labs at NHK Broadcasting Company, where technicians addressed issues of noise, brightness, contrast, speed, and magnification for five hours, the image only improved slightly. The work done on the tape was enough to provide the description of the videotaped man and to make out his movements and suspicious placement of an item in the same location the poisoned candy was discovered. Following the 11.45 a.m. discovery of the videotaped man's poison drop, convenience stores and supermarkets in Hyogo, Osaka, and Kyoto also found tainted products on Sunday, October 7th. The cyanide-laced sweets were identified by the note attached to each of them. This has poison in it. If you eat it, you will die. Monster with 21 faces. At 2.20 p.m., Dae, Mino, Osaka... Morinaga milk caramels with 0.1 grams of cyanide are found on the first floor of the department store. 3.10 p.m. Lawson, Kushiro store. Haichu candy with 0.15 grams of cyanide are found. 4 o'clock p.m. Daimaru peacock, senri chuo. Morinaga's monaka choco jam filled wafers with 0.20 grams of cyanide are found. 5.30 p.m. Kansai West, Tamagawa West, milk caramels with 0.16 grams of cyanide are found. 6.10 p.m. Kansai Seiyu, Katsura Store, Morinaga chocolate balls with 0.23 grams of cyanide are found. And at 9.10 p.m. Kansai Supermarket, Takatsuki Store, Haichu candy with 0.1 grams of cyanide are found. Police began a quiet watch of these locations Sunday evening. Devil's Monday, according to one headline, saw letters arrive from the monster, 
and the discovery of more cyanide-tainted products on the morning of October 8th. To all mothers in Japan, in autumn, appetite is huge. Candy is great. When you think sweets, no matter what you say, it's more naga, right? We added some special flavor to it. The flavor of potassium cyanide is a little bitter. Tell children not to get cavities and buy it for them. We placed 20 pieces between Hakata and Tokyo. There are two flavors with 0.2 grams and 0.5 grams of acid. After 10 days, we will place 30 of them without any sign across Japan. We are preparing a lot more for later. Look forward to it. Morinaga Dairy Industry is unlike confectionery department. Safe. Monster with 21 faces. Mothers, do you know this? If Suzuki from the National Police Agency, Shikata from Osaka's department, and Yoshino from Hyogo do not catch us, they will be fired. Poor them. Suzuki, Shikata, what do you say we wrap this up, huh? Can't be helped. The letter arrived on October 8th, 1984, at Mainichi, Yomiuri, Sankei, and Asahi newspapers. On the letter was a simple line drawing of an umbrella. The envelope listed the sender as the monster with 21 faces and was postmarked in Amagasaki the day prior between noon and 6 p.m. A 60 yen stamp was affixed. As well on the 8th, as the media companies received their letters, the monster had sent another letter which arrived at 27 stores and food companies including House Foods, Nippon Ham, Nagasakiya, Seiyu, Izumiya, Dae, Ito Yokado, Iwado, Marui Department Store, Daimaru Department Store, Ankyu Department Store, Takashimaya, Mitsukoshi, Ajinomoto, Snowbrand Milk, Meiji and Meiji Dairies, Yakult, Yamazaki Baking, and Nestle Japan. To directors, we said this to different companies before. If we have anything we want to say, we'll send Katsuhisa's tape. If there's a tape and nine-point typing, it's proof that it's us. Morinaga's fools didn't believe us even though we sent them acid, candy with acid, and a tape. They sent it to the police. They disobeyed us, so we'll destroy them. We're preparing 50 candies. Half of these will be put in Seiyu because they disobeyed us in the Glico case. In 20 of them, there's a poison sign. In 30 of them, there's nothing written. It'll be like a treasure hunt. Next, we'll prepare a hundred of them. Perhaps we'll send them to Hokkaido. Until we say so, you must not sell any Morinaga confectionery products in the supermarket. If you don't obey, we will put acid in another company's products too. Monster with 21 faces. Postmarked in Ishinomiya East the day prior, between noon and 6 p.m., 60 yen stamps were affixed, which were purchased at a vending machine. The sender was listed as the monster with 21 faces. The letters were found to have been copied at Hyakumanben, Kyoto. At 12.15 p.m. on the 8th, at the Uni Nakamura store in Nagoya, hard candy drops with 0.2 grams of cyanide are found. 1.20 p.m. at the same store, Morinaga Choco Balls with 0.15 grams are found as well. At 6.10 p.m., Kansai Supermarket, Mishimaoka Store, Ibaraki, Choco Balls with 0.18 grams of cyanide are found. Ten minutes later, at 6.30 p.m., at Marui Department Store in Nagoya, 
Morinaga's Monaca chocolate jam-filled wafers with 0.1 grams of cyanide are found. All of these discoveries bear the same note reading, this has poison in it, if you eat it you will die, monster with 21 faces. Morinaga began confirming toxicity by lab test two days later on October 10th. At an emergency press conference held on the 8th at Morinaga's Tokyo headquarters, Vice President Sadeo Takagi spoke, quote, This crime is a challenge not just for us, but for the food industry, as well as for society as a whole. Ironically, Vice President Takagi, who also served as a spokesperson for Morinaga, was once in charge of advertising for the television program based on the Fiend with 20 Faces children's book. By now, through full cooperation, Morinaga had a good working relationship with the police, a relationship built over more than three decades as a former Morinaga executive had served as a chairperson on the local council of the Mita police. Morinaga president Akio Matsuzaki's daughter, Aki Matsuzaki, would go on to marry Shinzo Abe in 1987, who would later go on to become prime minister of Japan in 2006. Japan's Ministry of Agriculture, Forestry, and Fisheries maintains a role in guaranteeing the Japanese public a safe food supply, as well as protecting producers and workers in the food production industry. A Morinaga executive immediately visited the MAFF and asked for government support on October 8th. The MAFF called a meeting with departments and distribution entities such as the Japan Chain Stores Association, urging them to continue selling. The Liberal Democratic Food Federation of Agriculture and Forestry spoke in favor, saying, quote, If we succumb to the demands of the criminal, the social order is disturbed. The MAFF's speed in conducting a meeting on the matter was unprecedented, and theories of government favorability in Morinaga began. However true the bond was, it could not help Morinaga. By the evening of October 8, 1984, Shops where poisoned snacks were discovered had removed their entire stock of Morinaga products out of caution. The next day, the supermarket Daie removed Morinaga from 158 stores nationwide. Department stores such as Isatan, Matsuzakaya, Tenmaya, and Jusko, among others, did the same. While many supermarket chains such as Daie decided to remove Glico products on May 10th after the first threats of poisoning, the supermarket chain Seiyu decided not to halt sales completely, converting to over-the-counter sales. Seiyu was a direct competitor to Daie, which was threatened directly on March 17th. This resistance angered the monster, who threatened Seiyu directly in the letter to company directors on October 8th. It was Seiyu's turn to feel the heat, and this time they submitted, deciding to discontinue Glico sales as well as Morinaga. Like an avalanche, 3,500 shops across the country, including those at national railway stations, dumped the tainted brand. Due to the massive cuts in production and delivery, Morinaga halted 450 part-time jobs, and employees were sent home. On the Tokyo Stock Exchange, Morinaga shares reached a high price of 670 yen at the end of July. On October 8th, the company's stock price plummeted to 580 yen, it would fall to 450 yen by the end of the month and down to 380 yen by the end of the year, a fall much more devastating than that of Glico. Morinaga had begun handing out manuals to employees, instructing to speak in a humble and dignified manner when corresponding with news and television stations in an effort to maintain the company's good reputation. Read in part 
an article published on October 8, 1984, by the Burlington, North Carolina Times News, reads, Headline, Blackmailers in Japan Using Poison Candy, Tokyo, AP. Blackmailers calling themselves the 21-Faced Monster today placed at least two boxes of cyanide-laced chocolate candy in supermarkets in western Japan, police said. More than 2,000 policemen were investigating the case in the western cities of Osaka, Kobe, Kyoto, and the Kyoto News Service said a nationwide alert had been declared. It was the first time that this group, which is believed responsible for similar blackmail attempts against candy makers this year, has carried out its threat to plant poison candy on store shelves. After the first box of poison candy was discovered, top officials of the National Police Agency met in Tokyo and issued a nationwide alert, while Morinaga executives ordered 800 employees to set up storm patrols and keep watch over the shelves. Morinaga stocks dropped the equivalent of 22 cents on the Tokyo Stock Exchange at the day's close. Tuesday, October 9th, saw the discovery of a Morinaga angel pie laced with 0.1 grams of cyanide in Nagoya, Mitsukoshi Sakai store at 9.30 a.m. Less than an hour later, at 10.15 a.m., NHK Broadcasting Station in Osaka received their own copy of the same letter sent the day before to Mainichi, Yomiuri, Sankai, and Asahi newspapers. However, along with this letter sent to NHK, the monster sent a package of Morinaga's Haichu candy with an undetermined amount of cyanide detected. Attached to it was a note reading, This has poison in it. If you eat it, you will die. Monster with 21 faces. Read in part, an article published on October 9, 1984, reads, Headline, Poison Candy Found on Japanese Store Shelves. No one was ever caught and no evidence of poisoning ever emerged. Investigators assumed that the scare tactics had been devised by people intent mainly on harming Mr. Izaki and his company, but the Morinaga case appeared to be motivated by a desire for money, the police said. And for many Japanese, the fact that tainted candy actually was distributed created a menacing new dimension in a country where random violence is rare. Investigators assumed that the same people were involved in the two extortion cases from the typewriter that was used and from the taunting tone in all the letters. Moreover, one of the poison candy packs was found at a supermarket only 35 yards from Mr. Izaki's home in the Shinomiya, west of Osaka. The notes received today were addressed to, quote, all mothers in the country, warning what might await their children if they bought candy. Quote, Morinaga is the best when it comes to confectionery, the letter said. However, they continued, the candies, quote, now taste a bit bitter since we added a special seasoning of sodium cyanide. The notes were signed Kaijin 21 Menso, which can mean the mystery man with 21 faces, or the monster with 21 faces. It seems to be a reference to Kaijin 20 Menso, a series of mystery books and television dramas for children that were popular 30 years ago. Next time on The Monster with 21 Faces. Quiz. I wonder how many people we can kill with the acid that we sent to the NHK. We'll send a present to 10 people who answer that question, and we'll select them in a lottery. The president is a Morinaga product with acid. This production was brought to you by The Dark. Sound design, score, and letter readings were done by Austin Michael Riley. Narration, research, and information compilation was done by Michael Welborn. Our executive producer is Nick White. 
the events in this program are true and took place between 1984 and 1985 in Japan. This presentation of the case provides a timeline of the facts as accurately as possible. The letters by the Monster with 21 Faces criminal group are read in as much entirety as possible with the resources available at the time of making this. The letters, news articles, and information were compiled from various books, websites, videos, and articles. No copyright infringement is intended. A list of sources can be found at themonsterwith21faces.com, as well as a video and photo archive of the case. Apologies for any mispronunciations, errors, or omissions. With the help of listeners like you, this may be corrected. If you have any new or useful information, please send it to us at 21monsterfaces at gmail.com. That's the number 21monsterfaces at gmail.com. This project is the product of intrigue and research over nearly 15 years. It is provided for your curiosity at no cost. Though, if you appreciate the work, a donation is welcome and can be given at themonsterwith21faces.com. For more art by The Dark, visit us at darkart.com. That's D-A-R-Q-Art.com.